0: and get these stuff with my dad. Okay. They don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. I wish he'd stay off Twitter. I don't care. I don't care it either. Right. either way. Why are you here? You're supposed to be asleep. I
1: am here determined to
2: stop this future atrocity it's just not a natural thing we would
1: do in our society you don't see that yes two things that have only never let me down in this entire country's history the first amendment and jack armstrong and joe getty let me
0: tell you the one that matters is me well uh, jack armstrong and joe getty who host the popular uh, radio
3: talk show ask the same question of their listeners and here's their response
2: uh, i'm not trying to take the credit i've always said that to everyone in the world
1: give
2: you america itself this is ed mcmahon and now here's
1: armstrong and getty
3: live from studio c say that you where are we? We're in a dimly lit room, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And you know, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Well, yeah,
1: we've hired a general manager, but he, he's not ready to report for work quite yet. The, the new general manager is everything else in the world, other than Trump in North Korea, in Singapore. Is it a disaster? Is it peace? Is he a, an idiot? Is he a hero? No, we got a little more of that. Just a little bit. And then everything else happening in the world will assume the leadership position. There you go.
3: Yeah, I'm about done with that. You see, Tesla's going to lay off nine yeah. percent of
1: their workers. Yeah. yeah. At this point in their history, that's a sobering sign. Yeah. Huh. More on that. We got some business news. We got the the, the Seattle Unicorn Council realizing that. They can't harness rainbows and unicorn flatulence and, and turn it into a utopia, going back on their idiot tax on big... Co- we got all sorts of great stuff going. Immigration, wrestling in the house, that's right. Immigration, hey, hey that still hasn't been fixed. Couple of new bills. Yep. And got all the, sorts of crazy stuff. We've got a feature on Nigerian scammers you're not going to believe. The Trump tweet about
3: Robert De Niro is pretty awesome,
2: too.
3: (laughs) So we'll get to that. The battle between De Niro and Trump. They're probably about the same age, right? Yeah. 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 Contemporaries.
1: And they, uh, Trump knows real gangsters.
3: Uh, let's uh, kick off the show by introducing everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo, who presses buttons, flips, toggles, pulls levers. Hi this morning, Michael?
0: Uh, good. You know, going back to Tesla, there's always those companies that sometimes are the first ones to create something great, yeah. but they're not the ones that last. You know, there's always the people that come along and, you know, like TiVo, for example, was a company that, that this was before DVRs were popular. You could sure. pause and stuff. Now everything has a DVR on it. And that company just kind of went by the wayside. Yeah. So
3: apparently, a lot of the big car companies have put a tremendous amount of effort into Tesla-like vehicles because of Tesla's success. They're bigger, longer-lasting companies, and
0: well, they can mass produce them easily. They,
3: yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, it could be. Let's not throw, uh, let's not shovel dirt on my boy Elon Musk yet. He has tricks up his sleeve.
3: I got to tell you, I mean, I don't want to drive stock up or down. I mean, I don't have Tesla stock, but. If there's a pretty decent electric, if you want an electric car, if there's a pretty decent electric car out there made by a company that's been around for 70 years and is going to be around five years versus spending a lot of money on a car, on a company that in five years that company may not exist, I mean, what do you do? I think it's pretty obvious. Well, I,
1: yeah. Okay, we can get into it. Yeah, There's positive, Sean. Change, Jack. Change. That's what the free market is all about. Change. Our agent drives Tesla. It's awesome. Oh, yeah very cool freaking awesome we paid for it
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure we probably did
1: eric that's, i'm kidding you that's, deserve it bro that's hilarious you deserve
2: it uh, sean positive sean how are you sean uh doing very well but not as well as the hold on here the the baobab tree is that how you pronounce beg your pardon baobab Baobab tree the baobab tree the, baobab tree. the ancient baobab trees in southern africa have been dying a team of researchers discovered that eight of the 13 oldest trees on planet Earth. Wow. How old of, are they? All of which are between either 1,000 2,500 years old, either died completely or saw their oldest parts uh, collapse. That's sucky. They called it an event of unprecedented magnitude and attributed, at least in part, to climate change. I don't know. But let's uh, let's let's prop up these uh, ba- baobabs. Baobabs. Baobab, the Baobab trees. we got to save the baobabs. W-
1: water them or dry them out or fertilize them or, or
3: kill the bugs in them or add bugs to them whatever it takes. That's what I remember thinking about the sequoias in uh, California. It's just, boy, these trees were here when Jesus was here. It's freaking amazing when you think about that. Yeah, absolutely. There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
0: I got sore legs, sore glutes, but I'm back up to three push-ups in a row. Now, at the end of the month and my deadline for doing ten push-ups in a row, coming up fast, I am hitting it hard. I'm getting together with my personal trainer, Positive Sean, over the next few days. We We are are going to start to... (laughs) Yes, we're going to be ramping up my training regimen, indeed. We're running out of June here.
1: I know. How, how is it your legs and your glutes are the first thing that are sore if you're doing push how, how are you how doing? Are you yeah. doing? Them? I
0: don't know. I'm as mystified as you guys. Oh, boy. I I came into work. I was walking into work, and I was limping. Okay, I was so the, actually the, limping. Are you the still, goal?
2: Doing, still doing your board carrying?
0: Yeah, the board <laughs> okay. carrying is going on. Yeah, that always helps. Yeah.
3: Are, we, are, are we revealing the one video you guys are doing or whatever? Because that's a pretty good one. He is—he is, he is going to try to catch a chicken like Rocky.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. oh my God! <laughs> we are working on securing yeah. a chicken. And, uh, he's yes. going to poop lightning and crap thunder, <laughs> just like Rocky. He's going to eat a quarter and he's going to crap out two dimes and a nickel. Yeah. Yeah. That's
3: why I say so, we're
0: ramping up the regimen. <laughs>
3: That's fantastic. And by the way, to clarify a statement I made earlier about yes. the sequoia trees and Jesus, I realized Jesus was not in California. I on Earth. <laughs> nobody is certain that Jesus ever made a trip to California.
1: There's plenty of you guys who kind of look like Jesus <laughs> walking around California. Right? Yes. Or claim they are, standing right. on a street corner well, with a sure son. Right. But, in uh, the immortal words of Dire Straits, two men claim they're Jesus. One of them must must be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Wednesday, June 13th, the year 2018, where Armstrong strong and getting we approve of this
1: program all right let's begin the show now officially according to FCC rules and regs if I can spit the words out here we go at
0: mark so I think the rhetoric I hated to do it sometimes I felt foolish doing it but we had no choice
3: there you go what is Trump talking about that's from his major interview with Sean Hannity about the trip to uh, meet with the North Korean leader what was he saying that he felt foolish saying but he felt like he had to do it hmm uh, stay tuned. Right now, um, Marshall's going to tell us what he's got coming up.
0: Well, Trump's back in the USA amid a flurry of tweets of all stripes, breaking up California into three states getting closer to reality, and it's been done. Hackers can take over commercial jets. Huh. Stories coming ah. up minutes from now, Armstrong and Ooh. her Wait a minute. That's a problem. Yeah. yeah. How's the mailbag I'm, look?
1: I'm anti that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's very good, Jack. Very good. Spans a number of different topics, tones. Good way to get the show going. Um, because of all the
3: Korea talk yesterday, we didn't have time to get into some of the big stories, like the one I teased, how many Americans are dependent on their parents for their financial future. It's uh, way up from what it used to be. Mm. Not surprisingly, and we discussed that as a shift in the way we craft our lives um. Yeah, lots of stuff today. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Trump versus De Niro. Maybe we can get him to box. That'd be pretty entertaining. Old man boxing. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The conscience of the of nation. Of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Uh, We work with some funny people. There's uh, there's other radio shows in this building. One of the guys is trying to eat healthy now and complaining about... uh, Labels and whatnot. The thing that we've, I think, all picked up on is that a lot of the stuff that is pitched is healthy and has a healthy looking label is actually worse for you yeah. than the regular thing you'd been eating. Absolutely, which is so maddening. Yeah, yeah, Wow. Yeah. Honey Nut Cheerios, which you know has a healthy looking label and it's got honey and you know whatever We're nuts, you're, you're better off eating me.
1: Frosted Flakes.
3: Yeah, yep. Which has a tiger on the cover, right? <laughs> and right. and sugar. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. there's just a lot of stuff like that.
1: We went out and bought some groceries for Little D because she hasn't gotten her first paycheck yet for her uh, her uh, summer job at school and is uh, starving. And um, it, it was, you know, she started to buy some pop, and I said, you know, honey, sugar, it's poison. It's terrible for you. This is this is her old dad lecturing the young millennial, and she says, all right, I'll get some diet pop. I said, that's nah, worse. <laughs> Forget sodi pop. I'm not going to tax it because I'm no communist, but no, there's, man, no reason, there's no to, reason to put it in your body. There's
3: no reason to ever drink that stuff, really. but um, Except that it's so good with pizza. There's a reason. <laughs> he was using the example of he had a, he was trying to take in less salt because of his performance. Particular health situation, yeah. and he loves bacon, so he's trying to get away from bacon because mm-hmm. it's salty. And he was eating some sort of tofu turkey something or other on his sandwiches. And he looked at the label, and it actually has much more salt from the same amount than just plain old bacon. It's the only
1: way to make it choke downable, <laughs> huh? <laughs> Mailbag. Okay. So they smother tofu turkey and salt to make you be able to eat it. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Otherwise, it tastes like paste. Uh, here's a uh, here's a name for the voluntary homeless. We talked about this yesterday. Crusties, Crustafarians, there are a number of different nicknames. They're fairly amusing for them.
3: That's your young set that kind of want to try on being homeless for a while. Or they just want to do drugs. Right, there's some of that too. Yeah, and,
2: and they, they think can do that, that with a home,
3: by the yeah, way. Yeah, they'll, they'll couch well, so surf. People,
1: what? <laughs> yeah, they'll couch surf. They'll, uh, you know, sleep in a parks, whatever, and, and be junkies. Uh, here's a new name for them Matt it says Hobros. I like that one. Nice job, dude. (laughs) Couple of Hobros hanging out in the park. Hobros. That's really good. (laughs) Well played, Matty boy. Photoshop fun with Joe's short pants suit. Uh, I uh, rocked the short suit yesterday. Uh, I lost a basketball bet and I paid up. I'm not rocking the short suit today. I am wearing shorts, but... It's for a different reason. Uh, Sean, uh, I don't want to get lawyerly on you, and you haven't bitched at me yet, because the bet was two days, two days of short suit. We did not agree on consecutive days, nor even, indeed, a time span. So it could be I'll wear it again in 10 years. and uh, Wow. The day that happens, it will be a pleasant surprise. I got way
2: more than two days' worth of value out of you <laughs> wearing them yesterday and uh, engaging with the rest
1: of the people in the building. It was delightful Well, thank watch. you. But anybody who gambles with me on the golf course knows I always pay my bets. So I will be wearing the short suit yet you probably come up, tomorrow.
3: Yet you come up with
1: caveats like we didn't have a specific timeline, so I might do it in 15 years. That's not a caveat. That's pointing out that there are no caveats. Wow. It's very different. Very different. I'll see you in court, sir. At any rate, uh, this is uh, Alex from Kentucky. We already have a national show. Seeing the photos of you looking sharp in your short pants suit, maybe you want to use some of my show to Photoshop skills. Uh, Spent a little time, pleased with the results. Thought you might find it entertaining. KRTSPS, keep rocking that short pants suit. Uh, fag, fay, fag for about a year. Alex from Kentucky. Wonder how he got turned down to the uh, show there in Kentucky. Know, maybe he'll tell us. Uh, But there I am on the cover of GQ, Best Dressed Men of the Year, Joe Getty, your summer guide to the short pants suit. Mm. That's good. I think maybe we need to put that up in the office. That's strong. Yeah, that's really nice. That's more really good listener stuff. Oh, and obviously we need to post it at armstrongandgetty.com. This is a radio show. You can't see it. I realize that. Uh, Pundits miss the elephant in the room, writes Robert, changing topics. Have any pundits said President Trump's now the frontrunner for the 2018 Nobel Peace Prize? He's got to be. Well, we've said it. Yeah, or, or you do Are we pundits.
3: You do like they did with the Middle East, or a variety of times, where you give it to both the dudes. Yeah,
1: but uh, yeah, that's it's got to be. Well, it's it's way 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 premature, I think, to give anybody anything. Uh, you know, the Barack Obama thing, notwithstanding. But of course, nobody was more embarrassed and mortified by that than Barry himself. In his when defense. do they?
3: Does anybody know when they? Go back, go back. <laughs> no back. Does anybody know? When do they make their decision on the Nobel Peace Prize? Can somebody try to nail it? Any minute. Because the the, the timing of it matters. Sure. It's like Oscars, right? If we're waiting for the
1: next meeting between them, yeah, they might get it. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Here's a nice note from uh, Dick. The six months that this may buy Little Rocket Man may be essentially useless unless the delivery vehicle you guys were talking about can be tested. We pointed out the obvious and kind of our specialty, that <laughs> that this could be the time-honored North Korean play of just buying time to continue to develop weapon systems uh, to get stronger and stronger and less and less prone to any sort of uh, negotiated uh, they, r- they, uh, agreement. They've got the rocket.
3: That's the part they've got. Whether yeah. or not they have an H-bomb small enough to fit on it is the question. That they can work on under a mountain somewhere.
1: Yeah. Well, they, they need to keep working on ICBMs that can whack the U.S., though. I mean, theoretically, they have a rocket that can get there. Uh, I guess they tested one, didn't they? Yeah. It it seemed pretty clearly capable. Um,
3: Anywhere in the United States, including the East Coast.
1: Yeah. uh, Here's the point of the note, though. The probability of the test being successful on the first pass is is very small. The test itself would force the U.S. to abandon the agreement. Conclusion. This meeting was a step forward in a long journey. Uh, Yeah, that's probably true. Although I, I, I predict failure just because that is the history of this.
2: Uh, Nobel Prize deadline for submission in order to be considered for the award of the year. Nominations for the Nobel Peace Prize shall be sent into the committee in Oslo before the first day of February the same year. All right.
3: It will have fallen apart by then. Probably so. Yeah. And remember, you can nominate anybody. And that's not a knock on Trump. Uh, No. no The North Koreans had no intention of doing any of the things we want them to do. This time around? That'd be my guess. Like okay. you said, that's, right. that's the best guess just right. because that's the history.
1: And on I, that hope point, it's, I hope it's not the case. On that point, here's a nice note from uh, somebody or other. S. One thing to remember for those of us optimists hoping for real change in North Korea is KJ's only had the car keys since 2011. So when pundits talk about North Korea history, back to Clinton and W, they were not actually, it was HW, wasn't it? Mostly. No, W tried to do a Yeah, he did the Six do Nation Talks or right, whatever. Right, right, right. Uh, they were not dealing with KJ. So he may be following Daddy's playbook, or he may have tossed it, and he's writing his own. Let's hope. But verify. <laughs> Agreed. Here's uh, Ian and Tijuana. We already have uh, both sides of the border. So build the wall and make Ian pay for it. Uh, winning for America is bad for the left. Apparently I opened up my Yahoo account highlighting the news feed was this. Trump's astonishing concession to North Korea. Not denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula possible or Trump helps world peace. Wow, what the hell? Is that all the Democrats left have? Slash left have? Trying to find negative in any good news? I feel bad for them because things in America are only going to get better. Hashtag winning! Well...
3: My observation was the uh the right a lot of the right media was doing the same thing to Obama when the Iranian talks started right That was happening with the left media over the weekend.
1: Well, and listen. I heard on CNN this morning that chipper little uh little gal the the thin one she really needs to eat. She needs to eat some of that tofu turkey stuff or drink some poppers. It's very thin, scary, scary thin. Uh, But she was smugly pointing out to some Republican that uh, uh, you condemned Obama for this. Now you're praising Trump for something similar. I'm thinking, well, yeah, and you're condemning Trump when you were praising Obama. That's what all you partisan fools do. It's what you do all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It's tiring. (laughs) Yeah,
3: it tires my arse out. You see, see, and this is an interesting uh, conversation. Uh, Bill Maher the other night on his show said he hopes the economy tanks. And uh, that was seen as controversial. Because then Trump would get booted out of office and he thinks Trump's awful for America. So he hopes the economy tanks. Yeah. Which... uh, I've never been able to go there with anybody. I am always hoping I don't live my life in uh, presidential terms. I live mm. my life in real dollars and like what my house is worth and my four hundred one k. So well, you,
1: you would prioritize your own happiness. I've never over hoped, who's in office. I've never hoped
3: the economy tanks under any president.
1: Mm-mm. No, I admit there were times during the Obama administration when there would be good economic news. I'd think, oh man, he's going to get reelected. Because I didn't like his his stuff but that doesn't that's oh. different from rooting against the economy
3: yeah that's interesting though so so in that in that vein you have people rooting against North Korea being negotiations being successful because that would help Trump get reelected right and yeah. you think
1: overall Trump is bad for America so he'd be better off with the negotiations falling apart rooting against peace yeah. and prosperity Democrats anti-peace and prosperity I think that's a fair characterization <laughs> And on a more enlightened note, how much time do we have, Mike? Michael? Oh, we don't have time. Al the Painter wrote us a really nice note about uh, the talk about suicide on the show last couple of days and life and joy, the lack of it. He's talking about it's all about joyful moments. You get moments, cherish the moments. Then you got to grind, you got to work, you got to be away, you got to do what has to be be done. But look forward to those moments. Don't get down because you got to grind. That's part of life. I might be so bold as to characterize his eloquence.
3: What percentage of people's financial plan for their lives counts on an inheritance from their parents? Wow. I've never even thought about it for a second in my life. Uh, Yeah, no kidding. Never uh, expected a dime. yeah, Yeah, it's interesting. We'll get to that and other stuff coming up. Marshall's News next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. So the FBI agent did the backflip and shot some guy by accident and had a dance party. Uh, is uh, is being charged? Mm. That he should not be allowed to carry a gun wherever he wants. Obviously, right? No, I would agree.
1: God, he well, shouldn't be an FBI guy. Dude, that that was a big mistake. Oh wow. Um, what's he being charged with? Being a dumbass?
0: Assault. Oh really? Yes. At this point, assault. Surely he's going to lose his job. Yeah, but other charges may follow. Okay. Yeah. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, President Trump is back from his summit in Singapore with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. After getting off Air Force One, Trump tweeted, Just landed a long trip. But now everybody can feel much safer than the day I took office. There is no longer a nuclear threat from North Korea. Um, I've been supporting Trump on this stuff. That is a
1: laughable thing to say. It's hilariously ridiculous. Instead of saying
3: something like we've taken huge steps toward a safer world or something like
1: that. uh, Made a small step toward an agreement that will ensure the blah, blah, blah. To say there's no longer a nuclear threat is just silly. Yeah, I mean that honestly, and you know me, I'm with Trump on a lot of stuff. That makes I looked into Putin's eyes and I saw a soul. That makes that sound reasonable, absolutely. Because,
3: well, because it's verifiably false. In the in that they they still have the same bombs and rockets that they had last week.
1: Right now, it, it, listen, I get Trump. He makes bold, blustery announcements and pronouncements and. And says this is going to be the greatest golf club ever built. You know, that's just what he does. But that's a silly thing to say.
0: On a second tweet this morning, Trump added, Before taking office, people were assured that we were going to war with North Korea. President Obama said that North Korea was our biggest and most dangerous problem. No longer. Sleep well tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. All right. Yes. Um, yeah,
3: that is something. Uh, when when he and Obama met there at the White House yeah. after Trump was elected, Obama said the the problem that's going to keep you up at night is North Korea. And so they put a lot of effort in it. Do you have the
0: De Niro tweet? I do indeed. Okay, cool. The, the other tweet uh, he uh, sent out while he's was flying back on Air Force One yesterday, Trump firing back at Robert De Niro, saying, Robert De Niro, a very low IQ individual. <laughs> has received too many shots to the head by real boxers in movies. I watched him last night and truly believe he may be punch drunk. I guess he doesn't realize the economy is the best it's ever been with employment being at an all-time high and many companies pouring back into our country. Wake up, punchy! Exclamation wow. Wake point. up, punchy! Yes.
1: I like the very low IQ Robert De Niro. <laughs> Wow, oh, and then he tweeted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times since then about various stuff, from the World Cup to oil prices being too high to so funny to watch the fake news. Must be some of that much Bollywood executive time. Well,
2: it's, it's
3: <laughs> yes. interesting that when he's, like, yeah. relaxing, you know, sitting on a plane or whatever, what he likes to do is thumb through Twitter and blast off tweets about various things he comes across. Yeah. yeah. It, huh?
2: I don't, I'm I'm conflicted because I love Twitter roasting when it's like Wendy's doing it to other companies. Yeah. It bristles me when uh, when Trump does it. I don't know why. That's probably not fair. Well,
3: uh, yeah. Well, I would I would tell him he'd be better off just ignoring a Robert De Niro rather than engaging.
0: But it's entertaining. Hacking an airliner is already possible. Documents obtained by CBS News say Homeland Security scientists have already done it under test conditions. They hacked into a Boeing 757. They accessed life support engines and fuel systems so nothing terribly important <laughs> and that's a real worry for a number of security experts like former fbi member ron hosko my fear is that our nation acts most directly when they're on the backside of a crisis he says we yes, need yes we do he says we need to ramp up cybersecurity now before hackers succeed in bringing down one of our jetliners and it turns out, well, if 757 Boy, hasn't... he'd
1: probably never figure out what happened. You know, his statement was uh, absolutely true and important, Jack. You recognize that. But it was too polite. It was too... What is he saying? Yeah, we yeah. never do anything till after lots of people die. That's what he was yeah. trying to then say. Then we way overreact, right? And then we, how dare? How could this happen?
0: They'll
3: right. ban laptops on planes or something stupid.
0: Turns out, seven fifty seven hasn't been built since two thousand four, but it is the workhorse for American Delta and United Airlines. Personal Trump's, uh, President Trump's personal plane is a seven fifty seven. As is the plane often used by Vice President Mike Pence. Now, does somebody have to get access to the plane? Do you have to be able to plug into it?
3: Or can you uh, hack it from afar? I didn't. I did not see the details on how they hacked into it. I mean, because if you have to get access to the plane, there's one layer of defense. Because I doubt many people get access to Trump or Biden's plane, for instance. Or, I mean, uh,
1: Pence. Yeah, I don't know that. I know... I mean, obviously, the plane can communicate with the outside world, right. so there's access to it. I don't know if there are access to the systems that would have you know, control of the fuel and that sort of thing. When they get flight plans, they have to add them to the computer. Uh, the pilot happened to mention that when we were flying. Um, they had to change it for storms. But, yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting question. When we,
3: uh, when we destroyed that Iranian nuclear power plant, somebody had to get a thumb drive into the building and plug it in. To be able to get that virus. That was the
1: Stuxnet thing, right? Yeah. 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 Do you have
3: to do that with one of our planes, or can you just do it from your A 400 pounder on his bed. (laughs) Oh, him again. (laughs) The fat guy again.
0: While you're celebrating their third NBA title in four years with a parade in Oakland, Steph Curry spraying the crowd with champagne. We're champs again. It's great to be back here. It's great to bring bring Larry home and.
1: Kind of like Bob said, never really imagined that uh, we would be having one parade, let alone two, and now three. Um, but this is this is for you guys. This is what uh, it, it, why it's so special to be playing in the Bay Area in front of you fans, all the Dub Nation. So we appreciate your support. And uh, we're going to try to get greedy and go get some more. So,
3: Well, yeah, unless there there's some change in the league, it's hard to imagine why they wouldn't be the favorite for next year.
0: So we'll see. And, my friends, just announced, this is big for football fans. The United States, Canada, and Mexico will host the 2026 World Cup. Hey. Oh, you meant soccer. Yes.
1: <laughs> Hockey on grass. No, it's a beautiful sport, an elegant sport. It's poetry on the lawn. Uh, so, yeah, we had a joint yes. all-North America bid against Morocco. Yes. Morocco had to be thinking. <laughs> We're so screwed.
3: And we
0: crushed the Moroccan.
3: Do we yes. know what cities in the United States would actually have matches? Have they g- call them matches or games? Seen, you can call them anything you want. Yeah, Nobody haven't, cares. Haven't seen what Soccer. cities. Uh-uh. It's called
1: a pitch instead of a field. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. That's well, it's, it's all three countries. Yeah. So, yeah, we haven't even narrowed that down. You know what's uh, funny about that yeah. is when my son found out that the U.S. had been eliminated from the World Cup, he decided he was going to root for a random team, and he picked Morocco. So he's going in hard for Morocco during the World Cup, but we
0: just bested them for the bid. Ironic. The Morocco-Moroccans. Root for them, just as a, you know, a lark. There you go, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong Getty Show, the conscience of the nation.
3: That's a bald eagle that we have in studio that screeches to uh, help symbolize our dedication to
1: freedom. Yes, we keep him prisoner, but we feed him well. We feed him the flesh of those who dared go up against the united states (laughs) we feed our eyes enemy combatants (laughs) etc we feed our bald eagle the flesh of dissidents that's correct Hmm. that's interesting trump's entire tweet about the fake news is pretty funny okay hit you with that then a bunch of non-trump stuff we promise
3: uh yeah that young people's planning on inheritances thing is kind of interesting And the truth about the attack on Rand Paul. Oh, do we know more? We know more. We know all. Okay. Mm. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The conscience of the nation.
2: about the Me Too movement, Bill Clinton
3: said, the norms have changed for what you can do to somebody against their will.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: When asked why he said that, Clinton said, I like to say things that will haunt me the rest of my life.
0: Yes. Yes.
3: Yes. Boy, if that, that's the, the sign that a guy is past his prime, right? Yeah. I mean, one of the great political animals... When people use that term, I find it amusing. One of the great political animals of our lifetimes would have never said anything like that when he was younger. Yeah. Just because the way it can be interpreted. Right. I know what he was trying to say. But you and can't, it's he, an interesting point. You can't say that.
1: No. no not
3: the norms have changed for what you can do to someone against their will. And along, you can't say for the, that. Old, the
1: old days. That was great. <laughs> how many movies, how many memes, how many cherished uh, photos of history are some guy grabbing a girl and kissing her? You know, that's wild and it's romantic. It's it's, it's uh, dramatic. It's, oh, it's amusing. You know, no, it's sexual assault. That's what the old man was trying to say, but he's lost it. He doesn't have it. Yeah, anymore. I got an
3: example of, I uh, um, uh, read this article where they mentioned toxic ma- masculinity. That, that has really oh, become I a thing. I love that term.
1: I think I find it hilarious. It's, it's really
3: become a thing, and it gets used a lot. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Practically anything that is completely natural human behavior for males, and in yeah. some cases all
1: humans, is described as toxic masculinity and something that needs to be stamped out. Well, to borrow the phrase from Rush Limbaugh, feminazis, not normal, real women who want women to have all their constitutional and human rights, etc., etc., are the good, solid, righteous, pro-woman people. But the feminazis have been trying to uh, make uh, maleness a pathology for quite some time, and they've hurt generations of little boys now. it's been pretty successful, I would say. Criminalizing, acting like a little boy in school, for instance. Absolutely horrible. More on that to come, perhaps. Uh, Here's Donald J. Trump, his recent tweet. I like this one. I like it because it's so crazy. I suppose I should clarify. So funny to watch the fake news, especially NBC and CNN. They are fighting hard to downplay the deal with North Korea. 500 days ago, they would have begged for this deal. Looked like war would break out. Our country's biggest enemy is the fake news. So easily promulgated by fools. Promulgated by fools, the Armstrong and Getty show. Right, right. You know, and and this is is a good kind of uh, illustration, uh, summary of the Trump days, the Trump years. A president saying our country's biggest enemy is the fake news. That's 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 crazy. But he says crazy stuff all the time, so don't worry about it. So what about an attack on the First Amendment? Uh, The First Amendment's fine. There are a lot of subjects, topics,
3: that you realize there are different points of view on. Mm -hmm. And then there are some that you just... I don't know. You don't think about it much, and you just kind of assume most people think like you do until you run into somebody who doesn't. It's like, like oh, my God, wow. Like everybody
1: wants that that brave raccoon to be okay in St. Paul, Minnesota that's running up the skyscraper. I Everybody's don't know th- on the same side of that I one. I don't know that story. Oh, a little raccoon was climbing a skyscraper, and everybody on the Internet was worried about it. Is he okay? Uh, just, yes, he's fine. He's an effing raccoon. Who cares? <laughs> but, yeah, he's fine. Climbed up at like a 20-story building or something like that? That's pretty high. And raccoons, they're good climbers. Anyway, I think you were uh, building up to something. How much time I got, Michael? I want to make people sure. people agree on, not agree on? I want
3: to make sure I spell this out properly. How much time have I got, Michael?
1: You had two months in life and about
0: three minutes <laughs> in the show. Wow, that's dark.
3: <laughs> um, uh, so I remember uh, um, um, a coworker saying, I'll be vague about this because the coworker is not here to expound, but I remember a coworker saying at one point, um, one of my parents just bought a new car. Should I be mad about that? Oh, that's my right. inheritance. Oh my And God. I thought, wow. I mean, that is a thought that would never cross my mind, that obviously is really on your mind, and that, that that's an example of I'm just just blind to the fact that anybody would think that. Right. If my parents buy anything, it's it's not even this much does it cross my mind. That's my inheritance. Should I say something to them about getting an RV? That's my... What? I, I are, you, are you kidding
1: me? I can't even form words. I'm so astounded by that attitude.
3: But apparently that that is the attitude of a, a, a chunk of society. And, um, you know, whatever. Wow. Wow. Live your life how you
1: want. I'm, I'm certainly not going uh, to make no, it pretty clear no, to my I'm kids. Not, no, I'm not going to be friendly and accommodating. I'm condemning that attitude. I, I, forcefully. I hope it make it clear to my kids. Don't Don't be planning on this. What are you, baby? Stand on your own. When you were one year old, you stood up on your own and attempted to toddle away. That was the correct instinct.
3: One in three Americans are relying on getting their parents' inheritance as, as their retirement plan. At one out of three people are planning on that. That's part of the plan. Hmm. Which, just it, again, has never crossed my mind at any point. It's just never even been on the radar. It varies by generation somewhat. Thirty 36% of Gen Xers... 32% of millennials, um, and then the n- number, number jumps really high for, now we're starting to talk about Generation Z?
1: Zombies. Ages, That's right,
3: the undead. Ages 18 to
1: 22.
3: Of course, I did, even as a 19-year-old, I wasn't thinking that. Um, but I, I don't
1: want to know six, what you think about anything, six, 18 to 22-year-olds, <laughs> unless there's like a really good band I should check out. <laughs> Sixty three percent of Generation Z is counting on that. so you know, it's the uh, the logic of it that amuses me. So your parents having saved and invested, etc., they have amassed some money. You're counting on them dying and not spending it, so you'll get it. Then I guess you'll die without spending it? No, are, At some point, somebody's <laughs> got to generate it.
3: Right. There's that. And, and my sense is always, I've never asked specifically, but my sense is always... You feel like you're going to spend it however the hell you want. <laughs> your parents didn't buy all the stuff they could have bought. Right. So that you would get some. Now you're going to just buy whatever you want. Exactly. Because you, well, in many cases don't have kids, so you don't have
1: to think about that at all. Great, Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's the end of the road. Now who's the sucker? Huh? Well, <laughs> so that's the end of the road for the family money. I'm beginning to see your point. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. How, how how interesting. Yeah, it is. Again, the the whole, if my parents get a new
3: car, should I be mad about that? because that's my money, is, is a thought a lot of people have. Maybe you're listening. Say, yeah, yeah, that is what I think. What What's wrong with that?
1: Boy, it's just of, it's completely foreign to me, I'll tell you that. I used to like to quote one of America's great philosophers, thinkers, and humorists. Who used to say to his children, you're not rich, I'm rich. But that humorist turned out to be a rapist. <laughs> yeah. A serial... Drug him up and rape him, guy.
3: Yeah, that was a big thing on the Bill, on the Cosby Show or part yes. of his stand-up act. Was yes, a, I've got money. You don't have any
1: money, right? Right. <laughs> don't you be talking about our money? Yeah. Yeah. Funny man. Funny, funny man. When he wasn't raping people. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, oh, we have the uh, the bottom line on the vicious, savage attack on Rand Paul. Was it ideology? Or he wasn't mowing his lawn correctly, right? So well, yeah. So you put him in the hospital. I is your pretentious, uptight, yuppie neighborhood uh, correspondent will tell you exactly what was at the root of the conflict. It ended up with Rand Paul enduring terrible injuries.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, really bad. It would, but no, uh, nobody was do- sleeping with anybody's wife or anything like that? It, it wasn't, wasn't it about
1: out. Trump. It wasn't about liberty. No. Oh. Not so much.
3: You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.